0: Do you ever feel like you're walking on a tightrope, trying to balance assertiveness and grace in your communication? You're not alone. In today's episode, I want us to unlock the power of tactful tenacity. So we're going to dive into some common mistakes that might be holding you back from showing up and speaking up and providing you with practical strategies to elevate your assertiveness while still preserving your elegant charm. So if you're ready to communicate with confidence and finesse at the same time, stay tuned because this one's just for you. You are listening to the Speaking Made Simple podcast, where we simplify the process of becoming a captivating communicator by bringing you practical tips and strategies so you can learn to show up and speak confidently anytime, Anywhere. Well, hello there, my fabulous Trailblazers. Welcome back to another episode of the Speaking Made Simple podcast. My name is Chila. And if this is the first time that we're meeting, just so you know, I am your host and the creator of this podcast. I am also a speaker, author, a certified speaking coach and the creator of the Speaking Made Simple Academy. The Speaking Made Simple Academy, it really is the next step after this podcast. It's a place for high-achieving women who are also ready to become highly skilled and confident communicators because they know how important communication skills are in order to effectively demonstrate how good they are in their field and in their industry. And so in the academy, we dive deeper with everything that we are learning here on this podcast and giving you some very practical ways that you can implement everything that we are learning. So if you're interested in learning more about the Speaking Made Simple Academy, you can just go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash academy. Okay, so Today, we're talking about tactful tenacity. Don't you just love that title? (laughs) There's something about it that just is so powerful to me. Tactful tenacity. A magical blend of assertiveness and grace, which forms a cornerstone, really, of effective communication, I believe. Many successful women have really mastered this art And many times it may feel elusive to many many of us, but I think it's because we haven't really taken the time to look at what does it mean to be tactfully tenacious in our communication. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to navigate this together and pinpointing three of the common mistakes we often make when trying to communicate assertively. And I also want to share strategies in how to gracefully overcome these mistakes and how to gracefully show up in our communication while still being and staying true to ourselves. So if you are ready to dive in, I am ready to give you these mistakes and strategies on how to overcome feeling like you cannot speak up because you might offend someone. Mistake number one, over-apologizing. Okay, time to fess up. How many times do you over-apologize in a day? (laughs) I am raising my hand with you because I used to do this so much. I even apologized for things that I didn't do, right? How often do we catch ourselves saying sorry for something that isn't even our fault, Perhaps maybe we've apologized when somebody bumps into us in a hallway or when your input in a meeting runs a bit over. We're constantly apologizing for not returning a text immediately or not returning someone's email immediately or for not being available for somebody because we have our own priorities, right? We're constantly over apologizing it's a habit really. And and while we're trying to be polite, it can subtly um, really undermine our authority and project a a lack of confidence when we're constantly over-apologizing in our communication. So the very first strategy to overcome this is to replace unnecessary apologies with gratitude. Now, this might sound very simple, but it can be very profound and it can have a very profound impact. Imagine that you are late to a meeting due to a delay that's completely out of your control. Instead of starting with, sorry for being late, you can say, thank you for your patience. It's a simple shift but it allows you to maintain your authority and it still projects positivity and appreciation and confidence in how you communicate and show up. I used to do this all the time when it came to returning emails or text messages. I would always start, oh my goodness, I am so sorry for not responding earlier right? As in like, my priorities don't matter. As soon as somebody texts me or sends me an email, I should immediately be responding or be available, right? (laughs) Because that's exactly what we're sending a message of, right? That my priorities don't matter. And so I heard one time a speaker talk about this, making this subtle shift, and I started doing it in my emails and messages And it made such a huge difference even the way I started to view myself. I started to view myself as, my goodness, yes, my priorities matter too. And while I don't want to take a week to respond to a text message or an email, I will also not feel like I have to respond immediately. And when I do come back in a few hours or perhaps in 24 hours, I can say, thank you so much for your patience, right? It's that simple. We don't have to over-explain. We don't have to over-apologize because at the end of the day, we are in charge of our boundaries and our priorities. And whenever we have great boundaries in place, it communicates respect. It communicates confidence, meaning people are going to respect us more for having healthy boundaries in place and not over-apologizing for in a way, quote unquote, existing, right? And so the lesson from the number one mistake is stop over apologizing. Now this week, I want you to pay attention to where do you over apologize? Is it in your communication when you're speaking to somebody? Is it in your text message, in your emails? Do you do this on social media? Just pay attention to where you're over apologizing. Mistake number two is not speaking up due to fear of offending someone or being perceived as aggressive. How many times have you held back sharing an idea, a vital point in a discussion because you didn't want to upset the flow? This fear of disrupting harmony often causes us to keep silent to silence our own voices. This happened to me many, many times, and it actually was preceded by by something that happened that triggered me not to want to speak up in meetings. So there was one time where I was in a meeting and I shared my thoughts and ideas, and I was quote-unquote reprimanded for it. And because this happened publicly, I felt such shame right, and criticism for speaking up that subconsciously I told myself, it's not safe for me to speak up in meetings. And so guess what I did? Next time board meetings came around, I didn't speak up. Even though I knew that my ideas could add value to the meeting or value to the project that we were discussing. I held back because of this previous experience that I had. And so many of us, maybe we had situations that we have experienced where we felt like our voice was not valued or even criticized or even um, put down or somebody came at us um, outright harsh for speaking up, right? And so what do we do? Subconsciously, we tell ourselves, you need to dim your light, you need to stop speaking up, you need to be quiet, right? And so we end up not sharing our voice and really um, holding back our ideas and the impact that it could make in somebody else's life. So the second strategy to overcome this is to stand up for yourself, but do it with empathy. Assertiveness isn't about trampling over others' opinions. It's not about them versus us. It's about voicing your needs while respecting those of others. So, for example, if a colleague regularly interrupts you during meetings, Instead of staying silent, getting frustrated and feeling resentment towards that person, because if they do it often, after a while, we're going to develop resentment, which might end up in us bursting out in anger, right? So in order, you know, for us to deal with this, you could calmly say, I value your insights, but I'd really appreciate if I could finish my point before we open this conversation for discussion another subtle way to do this with someone who might have a tendency to interrupt you often in a meeting is while you're speaking if you can see that they are getting ready to talk and to cut in is to simply put your hand up your palm facing towards them signaling i'm not done sharing my ideas yet wait a minute So try that first. If that doesn't work, then simply go ahead and say, I really value your insights, but I would really appreciate if I could finish my thought before we open this up for discussion. You might also want to have this conversation first one-on-one if you don't feel like you can do that in a meeting. The point is to start standing up for yourself and do it with empathy. So try this this week. If you are in a meeting and you feel like somebody interrupts you, um, try this technique. Or if you feel like you've been staying silent, start speaking up, start sharing your thoughts and ideas and sharing it out loud with the group. Okay, the third and final common mistake we make is neglecting our own nonverbal cues as we know, you heard me talk about this all the time, communication is about so much more than words. In fact, most of our communication happens non-verbally, right? It's about our body language, our facial expressions, the tone of our voice. So much of this plays a bigger role in how we come across to others, right? So we want to make sure that the ver- our verbal communication aligns with our words so that we are sending a signal of confidence, of courage, of I matter, of my voice, my thoughts matter, my opinion matters. So the third strategy to do this is to master your nonverbal communication. Let's say you're delivering a presentation. So you want to make sure you're holding your head high you maintain eye contact and using open body language in order to communicate confidence and engagement. Now, I gave you some very simple tactics. There are so many other things that you can use, but just by simply doing this, pulling your shoulder back and down, holding your head high, maintaining eye contact and using open body language can really make you look more confident, help you appear more assertive instead of aggressive in your communication. Okay. So try this this week when you are speaking in front of somebody, even if it's just another person, not a group, hold your head high, look them in the eye and have an open posture when you communicate with them. There you have it, my friends, simple strategies, but they are so effective in helping you develop that tactful tenacity within you so that you can speak up, stay true to yourself, to your thoughts and ideas, and still come across very gracious in your communication. So this week, I want to encourage you to put these strategies into action, practice them, notice when you're about to over apologize hold back your voice or neglect your nonverbal cues and then use the strategies that we've just discussed today to turn things around remember we're all works in progress we're not going for perfection here every step you take towards becoming a more effective communication is a victory. It's a win. So don't judge yourself on how perfectly you do something. Judge yourself on your willingness to take action. Now, you might be thinking, these are great. I love these strategies. I would love to learn more. I would love to go deeper, which is awesome because that's where my Speaking Made Simple Academy comes into play. It's designed specifically to help you take these insights and transform them into concrete skills that you can elevate consistently one simple step at a time. The Speaking Made Simple Academy is the place for leading women to become highly skilled and confident communicators. That's the place where we dive deeper into these topics in a supportive and very empowering environment. Because the truth is, confidence comes as a result of knowing how to do something better, right? Our confidence level is impacted by our competence level, meaning our skillfulness in a certain area. And so if you want to become a more confident communicator, you've got to learn on elevating your communication skills, meaning knowing how to become a more dynamic and effective communicator. And that's exactly what we work on in the Speaking Made Simple Academy. For about $37 a month, you're going to be able to exponentially elevate your speaking skills. Now, my question for you, is it worth $37 a month for you to work on elevating communica- your communication skills? Because here's what I can tell you. If your skill level in your industry, in your field, in your expertise is as is at a 10, but your communication skills are at a 3, guess what? People are going to judge you according to your communication skills because if you don't know how to communicate your brilliance, that's still going to hold you back from showing up and showcasing to people how good you are at what you do. And I know that you are amazing at what you do because that's why you've been able to create the kind of success in your business and career that you have been able to experience lately, right? Because you are good at what you do. Now we want to elevate your communication skills so that you can reflect or it can reflect in your communication skills, how good you are. And inside the Speaking Made Simple Academy, that's exactly what we do. So go ahead and check it out. See if it's a good fit for you. You can go to speakingmadesimple.co forward slash academy. I would love to see you in there. Okay, friend, I want to thank you for spending your last few minutes with me. I know your time is your most precious asset. And the fact that you are here Says so much. It says that you are fully invested in learning how to communicate better because you see the value in it. Okay, friend, I want to encourage you as always keep showing up for yourself. First and foremost, show up for yourself, not to impress anybody else, but to impress yourself. And then show up for your audience because your audience needs to hear from you, they need to hear your stories your message, your voice. So continue stepping into your spotlight today, tomorrow, and every day and shine unapologetically because the world needs that unique thing only you can offer. Okay, friend. Bye for now.